So I think last week we hinted that Brendan was going to be in Wisconsin. So I'm going to Sanford again by myself. <laughs> this time I am going to Sanford Brewing. Uh, going to Sanford and it is Sanford Brewing. How fitting. Um, but yeah, first we were at Wops Hops a few months ago with Sarah and Greg. And now we're going to Sanford Brewing. And uh, I love it up there. I got to be honest with you. Every time we've been out there, either if it's Jillian and I, Brennan and Jillian and I, anybody I've ever gone with, uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really great. Sanford's always been really good to us because you have such fun places out there. Uh, my buddy Josh Oakley over at the Smiling Bison, he's got his play the, uh, place there. You have fun, just fun little places. If you live anywhere in the central Florida area and you've not been to Sanford yet, you're really missing out. It is so small. I would think it's kind of like how Dunedin feels uh, if you're on the West Coast. It's just very small and a lot of up-and-comers and a lot of things are building up from three years ago when we, four years ago when Jillian and I would go out there uh, when we had Shankly, we hit like Celery City to sit outside. It's a little craft beer bar. Uh, just awesome, awesome place. And now a year ago this month, Sanford Brewing opened up and these guys were just on the map, on the map because Sanford's on the map now. So these guys were honestly put in a in a spot to say, if you don't kick ass, then we got a problem here. Like that, We are putting all eggs in one basket for Sanford, and they named it Sanford Brewing, which could honestly be dangerous, but also amazing at the same time. Because if you're not the best beer in that location, scary thing. It could be scary that, all right, if we're not making great beers, we're making Sanford look bad, and maybe even our brewery look bad. But anytime I've been there, it's been fine. It's been good. It's been really good. And then within a year, they're doing great. Uh, We were there for their soft opening, Kind of when we were introducing ourselves as what ails you, Brennan and I, we brought Shankly Paisley there last year uh, to kind of get to know the, the area more and other places that we knew we were opening up. And so we went out there and we introduced ourselves to Robin and Alan. We met them. Uh, Hannah, she came up. And so the next time I was there, Hannah gave me a little taste testing and uh, tried a lot of good beers there. And so now I'm going back. And I'm going to be doing an interview with them, kind of celebrating their uh, their one year anniversary. Also, it is Halloween. The weather's nice, and I just loved like sitting out there and being able to sit out in Sanford and enjoy the atmosphere out there. And that's what they have there. So, going over, I'm about to take a drive and uh, yeah, see how it goes. I know I have um, Chris going to be on the mic, and Robin should be there. Uh, and I think it's my first time having a married couple on the mic there so let's see how that goes um and uh see who's gonna be on and uh this should be fun all right guys i'm heading in and uh i'll be back well hi guys uh thank you thank you for having me in sanford it's good it's good to be back uh yes (laughs) so um happy one year is it is it Good to say that right now. We got, we're got we here. We're here yeah, for a year, absolutely. right? Uh, you know, we opened, um, well, uh, obviously a year ago almost. Uh, our official opening date was October 8th mm-hmm. last year, 2016. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a funny story behind that. Our plan was, and we'd planned it for weeks ahead of time. Our plan was to open on October 7th, that Friday. And we were going to open, we had all the food, you know, the, the beer deliveries, the food, everything delivered and ready. It's in our coolers, we're ready to open. And all of a sudden, Hurricane Matthew hit. 
That's right. That's yep. right. Okay. That, that was the day it hit. Okay, so not the 6th. It was on the 7th. It was on the 7th. And you still said the next day we're opening. Well, we were saying next day we hope to have. Okay, hope right, open. right. Because uh, there was a curfew in Sanford. Uh, the power was out. Yeah. Everything was getting warm in our coolers. Uh, we were pretty much freaking out. Because I would we, have been. we were already six months behind schedule, and like you know, we gotta get the doors open. Uh, and then a miracle happened. The power came back on. Uh, this block had power before most of the other rest of the city did. Okay. So power came on in the middle of the night. It was uh, long enough to get our coolers uh, well, cool and our beer ready to go. And we opened one day late, but we opened. Okay. We're the only place with AC and power and cold beer. Get out, so really? We were. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was Providence. Uh, we opened up and we were packed wall to wall, body to body, uh, for eight hours straight. And uh, I thought it was going to kill us. So, Chris, your your wife is in charge of the the social media. Robin, say hi. Hi, everybody. Okay. So, how did we get the word out? Did it have to be on social media like Facebook, Instagram? Like, how did you get the word out to make this pact? I've been working it um, all along. So I put an announcement out that we were open. Right. And then there are a couple of uh, local groups. So I pushed the word out to there and word of mouth spread. And nice. We got a lot of love from the city of Sanford. You Good. know, the people in town. It was great. I mean, we, we were like, wow, we're not, all these people. It was yeah. great. It, it was thrilling and scary at the same time. So uh, you guys are here. It is a year. Uh, you started off with guest taps, I, I'm gathering, first. Like, what happened? How did that go? Alan? Oh, yeah, we did. Our, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's... You know, we, we'd had a happens. number of delays uh, opening, so it, uh, you know, cash flow is starting to uh, be a, a mm. larger concern. Okay. And uh, so we decided to open the front and, and start to get that going. And uh, once we opened the front, then we were, you know, we were operating. So we had to really prioritize any, any you know, solving any problems that we found. And, and that kind of took us away from the the back of the building and uh, but after things settled down um, within what a couple of months I guess right. uh, we had the tanks up and running and, and we started making our own beer but you guys are also known for food here so you guys have food you have a full food menu so which is excellent excellent to have here in Sanford I think uh, you have a great local community like this local community I've been coming to Sanford just to kind of get away from Central Florida not Central Florida beer like Orlando beer just to come up here you, you know you have clusters you have Celery City and to hear more breweries were opening it was it was really cool and now you hear more are even opening so let's start from the beginning uh, so Chris Christopher would you like to go by Chris, uh, Chris is fine Chris is fine uh, where are you from where where were you born and raised actually uh, Florida Florida all my life okay uh, I wasn't actually born here I was born on a military base and, okay and, and uh, but uh, came straight to Florida my whole family's been here for generations and um, yeah, I was raised in South Florida. Oh, where? Where in South uh, Florida? Boca Raton. Okay. Very familiar with it. <laughs> raised in Boca Raton, came up to UCF for college okay. uh, back in 89 and really just stayed. And what was in UCF? What, what, what were you uh, Computer studying? science. Okay. Okay. We get that a lot in uh, the brewery world. Yeah, I think yeah, it's awesome. It's, well, uh, you know, the bre uh, brewing attracts tinkerers. Technical people, Very true. people that like to solve problems, build things, fix things, modify things, definitely, and take things apart. Yeah, hopefully put them back together. Okay. And uh, Alan, how about you? Where, where where was home when you were growing up? Uh, home was O'Galley. Uh, O'Galley, born in Cincinnati, but uh, okay. my family moved down here when I was uh, I don't know, pretty much a, a baby. So uh, O'Galley was all I know, and, and of course that became Melbourne. 
Okay, because I was going to say, oh, galley. I didn't even know where that was. Yeah, they were absorbed by Melbourne in the 70s, so uh, uh, went in the service. Uh, okay. You know, did my time there and got out and uh, started going to school and uh, ended up over in Orlando at UCF, of course. And oh, okay. Is that where you guys met or? No. Uh, we'll after, get into that. After that okay. Uh, That's kind of funny. So okay. Um, I came out of there with an engineering degree and um, then went to work in the modeling and simulation industry. And, and that's actually where we met. When okay. We, when we uh, came together in a brew club of Seminole County meeting, we, we kept thinking, you know, I, I know you, I know you, you know, and, and just, you know, playing 20 questions. Uh, finally realized that, um, you know, he had worked at the Institute for Simulation and Training uh, at UCF, and uh, I was doing technical program management there uh, with an IST team uh, as well. I mean, we were passing each other all the time, and, uh, and once, once that clicked, right. then, then it's like, oh, I absolutely remember you. So that That's really cool, actually. Yeah, so. actually, we realized we'd worked with each other 20 years earlier. Yeah. And I, I will give some That's credit. Crazy. We actually didn't figure that out. It was our wives that did. You know, typically, uh, you, know, you know, men, when we, we meet and we talk, we, we don't get into personal things like, what's your name? Uh, <laughs> so, you know, our wives, you know, you know, Alan's wife, Kathy, and my wife, lovely wife here, Robin, um, they started talking, and they realized that how we knew each other. And so they came and told us about it. That's so crazy. <laughs> that is really crazy. I can't say that with Brennan. I know the day I met him, we worked together in a store. So it was just like, all right. And he's not here. He's in Wisconsin right now and uh, drinking Wisconsin beer. Good as for we, him. Yeah. Yeah. Robin, where are, you, where are you from? I'm a fifth generation Floridian. So, so man, long, Florida. Long, long history um, in Florida. I uh, was born actually in the Air Force Base when it was uh, McDill. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, born in a Quonset hut because they didn't have real hospital at that point. So, uh, but yep, I've been here just about my entire life and uh, want to stay here. I love Florida. Yeah, right. Well, I hope you have to stay here yeah. because this is going well. So, went to school at UCF. Um, went to high school, junior high here in Central Florida. Okay. So, yeah been here a long time and then you guys mentioned home brewing uh, how long have you been home brewing for um, I started um, in 83 as far back as I can remember right um, best friend still my best friend uh, from that time uh, got me into it and Literally. who's that little shout out who's uh, that Dave Daniel he's out in uh, Colorado and uh, okay you know, now now but, um, my cave diving partner and uh, best man at my wedding, actually. So. Cave diving partner. Yeah. Where? Where? Where would you guys cave dive? Oh, like? Florida. Cave diving capital of the world. Is it really? Oh yes, absolutely. All right, there's another podcast. I have to start cave divers <laughs> of uh, North Florida. I would love to. Um, my wife and I, we are very adventurous types, so yeah, we have to. Oh, that was really? No, oh, you double tanks, the big lights, the reels, all that. No. Okay, maybe not, because it sounds <laughs> like the, I'm the, 42 the now. Risk of imminent death. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, back That's when I was in my 20s. Diving. <laughs> but uh, so so yeah, so then. Uh, 89 uh, started there. Now, Seminole County, they're still doing their thing right now, right? These guys are still, like, brewing. I, I've been meeting a lot of home brewers. Is this the same Seminole County home brewers club that's been going on, or is it a new one? Like, or is it branched out from how long you've been doing it? I, I don't know that it's branched out. It's, it's still the... Uh, well, still same, same old. Well, same Seminole old. County's been around since, oh, I should know this, uh, I think 2010, no, 2011, 2012... 
okay, so then they yeah. stepped up. <laughs> so yeah, then they made yeah. themselves a yeah. They 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 started, and you know what? I'm going to get I'm going to get a call from uh, Darren yeah. saying you were yeah. there yeah. when we started. And so yes, I'm going to I'm going to say it was 2012. Was okay. it? So uh, let's let's move that a little bit because uh, we met you four years ago, Alan. So that would be 2013. So 2013. Okay. They um, were having the homebrew. Wow. Uh, uh, meetings at Buster's Bistro, yep. the old Busters, yeah, and a couple, uh, a couple of doors down from where we are, and now there's the new one. Yeah, now they're like yeah. a block south, south. or like yeah. or, and, uh, or north, 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 and uh, they still have the homebrew yeah. meetings still there. The meeting. Oh, nice. And okay, good. Every uh, first Thursday, so we still go to that, and uh, that's where we found Alan, and Alan found us, and it's it's been it's been a romance story ever since. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we basically had a year of, uh, you know, Chris bringing his beers in, me bringing my beers in, tasting each other's beers, and, oh, that's really good. Wow, that's really good, you know, and kind of developing, you know, brewing respect um, that way. I catch this a lot when it comes to home brewers or when we interview brewers, when they meet each other in these little brewers clubs, that it's so cool to see that anybody out of, like, 40 people coming into one of these, but then two always seem to connect on the same two styles, beers, and how they make their beers. Yeah. And you you did say, before we even turned the microphones on, that you have a certain style, which we'll get into. Uh, was that how you guys were really interested? Was it on a certain style that you thought we could brew together, or was it just like, you know what, you're passionate, I'm passionate, I know you could help run a business as I can? Like, had that really, had this partnership happen? Well, I think we kind of had the same brewing philosophy, I want to say. Um, we go for some traditional styles and mm -hmm. traditional methods, um, but we want to perfect those. Right. Uh, whatever beer, you know, it was, it was kind of interesting. You know, I found out he would make this, the same thing I do. He'd make the same beer 10 times in a row until we got it just right. And that becomes a recipe. Okay. And I'd do the same thing. I'd say, okay, I want this kind of beer, and I would make it and make it and make it, changing it little bit every time until it became exactly what I wanted. Um, we were more, both of us more of the, let's develop the process, let's develop a good solid beer that we can be very proud of, rather than the, let's make one and done, you know, one and we got a crazy right. ingredient, let's make a crazy one just once, just once, just once. Um, which I, uh, I kind of have, I have a lot of respect for people that can do that. Okay, right. That can come up with ingredients and just throw something together on the first shot. It's a good beer. Uh, it's something that uh, we we work on. We're more methodical on that. I like that. Right. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm envious of the people that can do that. But at the same time, I like how I brew. Yeah. We brew methodically. We brew consistently. We brew the same beer every time. So is this going to be that style? Is it more of a traditional style that you talk about when you say you, you brew differently? or Well, it's or is comes it down perfection? to we like beer that tastes like I hate to say it, beer that tastes like beer, but you got to you know know it's 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 a beer. Mm -hmm. um, we go for more malty than hoppy, although we do have a couple good hoppy beers. Right. Um, it's and just people a, drink them. I mean, you know, you want people to drink. Oh, I what love, they love a good hoppy IPA or or, or APA. Um, but if I'm going to sit down and just have a casual beer, I might want something a little bit more malty. And it really depends on my mood. What. What time of day? Uh, what have I been doing all day? What do I want to drink? It'll go anything from one of our real light, like uh, you have a, a Bavarian Weizen, a mm -hmm. wise guy. That's kind of my go-to. Yeah, it's light, it's refreshing, it's a summer beer. 
I like summer beer. Yeah. I love that. Low oh, ABV, a yeah. lot of flavor. Yeah. I love or that. Or we go for the really high ABVs. <laughs> uh, we have one that's my ABV, uh, my IPA, rather IPA of choice. It's a 9.1 IP, mm-hmm. uh, ABV IPA um, that is 107 IBUs. But yes. it's got a lot of maltiness yeah. behind it, it so it's it pretty balanced. Like it. No, it doesn't, very, huh? Very balanced, and uh, you know, it's an IPA that we'll we'll drink. You know? Nice. And what was the first? Uh, so home brewing. What was the first beer you ever made? Oh, first beer I ever made. That's yep. I want to let Robin tell this story. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I bought Chris a homebrew kit. Mm-hmm. Not, not there long it is. after we moved to Sanford. And see, this um, is actually the opposite. This is the opposite. Wives don't ever buy. It's always the get this homebrew kit out of the house. Open oh. this. So <laughs> you bought him his first. So I bought him his homebrew kit, and we bought it from the homebrew shop of Sanford. And. Uh, it was uh, Aaron and uh, Gary. Gary, and they were sweet and taught us how to brew, and we went home with our kit. And so that weekend, we uh, started our little burner on the back porch and put our pot on and got the water boiling, and it was a uh, kit that you just poured it in, right. and there you go. And uh, the first thing we did was manage to get the uh, pot so hot because we didn't think you could turn the burner down. We caught the plastic gasket on the um, lever, that the, the water valve, and um, it, it caught on fire. And there was drinking involved, and uh, I tried to put it out with my foot. And so then my shoe caught on fire. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, thank God we were by the pool, so I just stepped in the pool and put my shoe out. And um, we continued and uh, realized maybe we should turn that burner down a little bit, which we did. And uh, when it came time to cool the beer, we were like, oh, we didn't think that far ahead. So we put it in the pool to cool off. And we were smitten. So the next day he ran out and got another kit. And and, and we did another one. And then by Monday, the man had been bitten so bad. The next thing I know, we've got a Franken Tower a Blickman with pumps and motors and, and electronics and, and filters and and a stand and it was it was amazing when Gary and Aaron saw us walk in. I think all they saw was oh my god dollar signs. Yeah. Man oh yeah. Everything. Yeah, he's obsessed. And it was great. And he continued to brew every weekend from then on. And next thing I know, we've got a big uh, like a Pepsi cooler in the fridge in the garage. And then we've got a you know deep freezer. He had like five or six beers going at a time. It was it was insane. That's impressive. And really I mean, he, he Wait, did you say out. obsessive or impressive? <laughs> I guess to have five or six different in a Pepsi cooler, which is brilliant. That is actually really smart. So that's how it got started, and I still have the shoe that I caught on fire. Do you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, it was just I. I it was needs just to go. It needs yeah, to go up we there. We should hang it on. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> But that's, that's Chris in a nutshell. Chris, Chris, Chris deep dives into anything he does, and, and anything you know worth doing is worth overdoing. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I hear that every day in my life. So, and uh, Alan, how about you? What was the first thing? What was the first beer that you brewed? I, I actually don't remember that. You don't? Was, uh, yeah. Too long ago, and uh, <laughs> uh, I, I was it my, that bad of a beer? No, you know, no, what, okay. but, no but in '83, uh, ingredients were uh, not near the quality. Oh, that they very true. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was hard to get a hold of things. You had no idea if it was fresh or not. Um, and the yeast was the big thing. Yeast was a 50-50 shot, whether it was going to take yeah. off or not. You know, back then, I mean, you just had to pitch and hope for the best. And it was all all powder, no no liquid. That's so crazy. Um, so um, 
But I don't remember my, my records back then. I actually loaned my notebook out to somebody years ago who was interested in homebrewing, and, and I never got it back, and I forgot. And, oh, no, really? Yeah, so it was one oh. of those, ah, you know. Yeah. So I'm all software-based now, so Alan's no very meticulous. And so um, the loss of that notebook is no small thing to him, I tell you. Yeah. Well, I became meticulous. <laughs> I mean, I, I had the, the homebrew mentality for the years where, I, you know, even if I set out to make the same thing twice, I never, ever did. Uh, I would, you know, inevitably get into the process and, you know, the cabinet would open and I'd go, oh, what's that? You know, and, uh, and it would go in and, and that'd be the, you know, whatever, you know. Right. Just, um, I, I, trust me, I'll, I'll put stuff into something. Like if I'm editing something, I'll forget to write it down and just like, how'd that work? Whoops, I never wrote it down. I forgot. Um, <laughs> but when you start thinking about going pro, you, you've got you to nail everything down. And that's yeah. kind of what Chris was talking about, doing things 10 times in a row. Exactly. You know, everything is measured, everything is tracked. And, you just uh, you have to shrink wrap stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so was it beer that got us into home brewing, or was it just the science of it? Was there a first beer you ever tried? Was there something that was like, if this is craft beer, I want to do this? Do you remember like that beer you were I drinking? I do, and I think I got the, a different story uh, for that. Um, the first home brew I tried was at. Uh, 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 I think it was at Dragon Con in uh, Atlanta, uh, years and years, years, years. Right. Okay. Um, I tried. Someone brought in. It was a, a friend of my my ex-wife's. Brought in um, uh, uh, bottles and said, "This is this is homebrew." I said, "Okay, I've never had that before. Uh, I'll, I'll try it." And I pulled, grabbed the bottle. I said, "Well, this is this is this is warm. Going to put it in the fridge?" Said, no, no, no. You're supposed to drink it hot. Hot. Okay, I pour it out and it was flat and it was sediment. It was uh, 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 horrible. I mean, it was bitter. Uh, it, it just, I mean, it had stuff floating in it. And I took a <laughs> sip of it and I'm thinking, uh, this is not good. And the whole time he kept saying, that's what it's supposed to taste like. It's an acquired taste. And I'm, I look back at it now thinking, that was an infected beer I had. It was not a good beer. Oh. But it made me think homebrew is horrible. Right. So then a few years later, I try some good homebrew beer. And I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. This, this stuff isn't so bad. And it kind of clicked in my head of, you know, it can be done well. Uh, so I want to do it well. So it just so happened that near that time, it was, it was Robert and I walking down the street. We just moved to Sanford. And we walked by uh, the homebrew shop. And, that's, and they had a sign it. on the window, learn to brew beer, $99 or something. And we said, okay. We both signed up. You know, you know, Robin signed us up. We bought the kit. We bought the thing. We got everything. And that's the, the, when we started brewing beer. And I realized that uh, homebrew or, or craft beer can be made very well, right. mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to, people like me to know you can. This is something that's really good. So my whole family, my whole family's Bud Light drinkers, Coors Light drinkers. There you go, right? You know, I, I said, ask that. I said, yeah. you know, try this, and it was a little bit of uh, pushback. I, nah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go fancy and get an Amstel. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I kind of started, you know, kind of evangelizing of my family. And saying, oh, oh, actually, this is really good beer. And so that was it for me was to make good beer because I could. Right. 
And how about you, Alan? Was there one beer that said, this this is what I want to do? Well, for me, it was going in the service, and uh, my first duty station was England. So I spent two years knocking back there you English go. beer. That would do it. And when I came back, uh, you know, I was I was changed. Yeah. <laughs> and that was... That's that was, a great place to start. That's where I went start. from there. So. Yeah, yeah. And where in England? Where were you? Uh, REF Upper Haver. Wow, this is probably the first time I actually could tell someone, like, because where I work, I meet a lot of people from uh, out of town, and they're shocked when I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly where that is. I know exactly where that is. English football is, like, my obsession. So everybody's just like, you know where I live? But I have no idea. So from, let's say, London, west, north, 67 east. 67 miles northwest of London. There you go. You know exactly where. That's incredible. And Robin, have you ever been just a huge beer drinker or was, had this... Was it something that, do you remember your first beer that you loved? Okay, I, this is this is true confessions here. Um, Bush beer. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, and, no, and, yeah. Uh, my dad was a huge beer drinker. Okay. Drank beer all the time. And so when I was young, that there was never a time there was not Bush beer in the house. And okay, I right. drank Bush. And when I finally got legal <clears throat> and could buy my own beer instead of just, you know, raid dad's refrigerator. Sure. Um, I discovered Brolsch. This okay. was back in the time where they actually had um, the porcelain tops, you know. Yes, I do. Okay. Yep. And uh, then I started discovering other beers outside of that, you know, just normal American beer, and I fell in love. And so it became a passion of mine to start drinking all these beers. And I ended up, my favorite beer, and this one of the reasons I actually married Chris, was I found a beer. Um, Bamberg, Germany. Yeah. They make a, there's a beer there. It's a smoked beer. It's darker than my ex-husband's soul. Um, and it smelled like bacon. And I loved it. I loved it. It was just like, oh my God, this is, this is heaven in a glass. And when we got back, you know, um, to the States, it was, you couldn't find this beer anywhere. Right. I mean, because it wasn't like it is now. You can find anything just mm -hmm. about everywhere. So I had mentioned when I first started dating Chris that my favorite beer was this beer from Bamberg. It smelled like bacon. I didn't know it had a name. I just knew what it was. For Valentine's Day, this man got a six pack. Now you gotta realize this was 10 years ago. Yeah. So even getting it then was a feat. He found an importer and that was a like $120 six pack. That is the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> and I was in love with the beer and him. That is the sweetest thing. It's my six-year anniversary uh, with my wife uh, when we met, the day we met. So that is, like, close to my heart. Oh, it's something awesome. I would have totally done. Something I would have <laughs> totally done for Jillian. And still, I mean, honestly, or even now our listeners, people are shocked when I will go out and just be like, because we do, anytime we get beers from breweries or anything like that, we share. We throw bottle shares to say, hey, here's this, this, this. And we want, again, we want to educate, to inform everybody about Florida breweries and everything. So um, something that's very important to me is food. And you guys have that here. So let's, let's, let's dive into the, uh, into the menu a little. So what are some of the, the foods that we could have here? And what are some of the beers we'd like to pair them with? Because I believe in food and beer pairing is essential. So what are some of the things you guys Good love to eat here, the that, here all the time? <laughs> um, the Sanford Avenue uh, burger is is amazing. Uh, was a third of a pound of, uh, of beef. Uh, I usually get it blackened. Uh, and cheddar. you can do that here, huh? Oh yes. Okay. Uh, cheddar, just wonderful. 
And then with a black and uh, black and burger, what is a beer that you would get with that? Like, what is something? Would you go lighter to kind of because if it's blackened, go a little lighter, or are you going full like blackened? Let's go darker, like well, let's go stouty. I'll, I'll make a left turn here. I, the, the celery city beer uh-huh. is actually fantastic with the burger. Okay. Uh, because of the, the spicy, you know, mm -hmm. the celery spice, yep. and uh, it's also fantastic with the meatloaf sandwich. God, I love meatloaf. My uh, mom, growing up, made the best meatloaf in the '80s. I loved it. Loved it. Comfort but, food. <laughs> but but you can't go wrong with the uh, with the uptown brown brown ale you know with beef um, or uh, you know flipa okay flipa, you mm -hmm. know a little bit of uh, bitterness um, wise guys great choice I was gonna say wise guy uh, with the pretzel we got a deep fried pretzel oh my really yes it is is a big pretzel it, it, it it's a it's it's massive. Big gigantic pretzel, pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll feed two people or or you know a small family. Um, but you get, you know, you get that pretzel. We got some, you know, a, cheese, a beer cheese dipping sauce for it. Um, but get that uh, with the wise guy. I mean, mm -hmm. go for a you know, good German, you know, a Bavarian Weizen uh, um, with a pretzel. You can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong. Our menu is pretty much Southern comfort food. I love okay? that. Right. It's, it's kind of a twist on um, pub food. It's not bar food. It actually is mm -hmm. a little bit upscale from that um, probably more gastro you know focused um, but what we wanted was stuff that you didn't find everywhere else and so one of the things we have is when pigs fly which is a mm -hmm. cup of bacon you get a uh, cup of bacon with three different flavors of bacon with pickled vegetables in the bottom and are, are you getting the thread here that Robin likes bacon? Uh, I, I, I was, trust me, there is bacon. a joke coming up, yeah. but it's bacon like, on when are we smoking the next beer that yeah. we, like, we need to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. wait, are we, have, we've known each other for how long, the two of you, Chris uh, and Robin? We've known each other. Well, how about married? How long have you been married? We've been married for five years. I got so. <laughs> So, maybe I got a hint there. A 10, 10 year anniversary, maybe uh, you surprise her with it. Maybe We're, it was in the vows. I will make you a smoked uh, beer that I, you would. I will just, 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 you know, I will make a, a, a cup out of bacon to pour in a bacon <laughs> beer and serve with a side of bacon. It'd <laughs> be amazing. And I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the pig's fly, if you add a razzmatazz, which is our spiced amber with jalapeno. Yeah. Life is, 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 is wonderful. Okay, and drop one jalapeno in the in, beer. In the beer. Mm, right? To Give that a little, yeah, you have to. More, more Taz. So here's one thing that uh, <laughs> I love, I love, I love. Mac and cheese, macaroni and cheese. You guys do something here. We have a make your own mac and cheese. Yes. So we have several that are pre-configured, but we have, um, you can pick your own cheese. We've got seven cheeses. Okay. Um, we've got like five proteins you can pick from and a bunch of vegetables and you can make your own. Um, we have something that's kind of unique. It's a taco mac. It's uh, taco meat on the uh, macaroni with Doritos and, uh, <laughs> and sour cream. It oh. is to die for. I, I think I just put out the uh, like the, the bat signal, the Jillian <laughs> signal, where she's now yeah. looking, going, wait, baby needs me. There's a make your own mac and cheese over at Sanford Brewing. I'm on my way. It's, it's been like, very popular. Yeah, it is. And I, I see that in reviews it, it, If you haven't everything. noticed, too, uh, everything we have on the menu, you add bacon, too. Yeah. 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 Bacon. Just say, I want a mac and cheese, add bacon. Add bacon. Burger, add bacon. Yeah. bacon Meatloaf. Add bacon. add bacon. Oh, don't mind if I do. That actually sounds, that sounds really we good. We also have salads, but add bacon. <laughs> add bacon. <laughs> that, that, that's there at another time. Well, the, you know, the funny thing is, um, 
you know, we, we've added a few fruits <laughs> to the menu because my <laughs> joke has been, okay, since we opened back in uh, uh, last October, you know, as a small business owner, we're here every single day. Mm -hmm. We eat lunch and dinner here every single day for a year. It got to the point a few months ago, I said, you know, somebody give me an orange. I feel like I'm getting scurvy. <laughs> so now you can get an orange and our wise guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then so when I say well, let's uh, build our own mac and cheese, you guys just had to build your own beer. Uh, as host and judge for that uh, Central Florida Top Brewers, we're going to go into our first beer that I want to talk about that you guys have on here because it is in front of me. Uh, how's that spelt? So you guys uh, for the Top Central Florida Top Brewers event, the beer festival, had to make a beer. You had to build it. Uh, explain that process. How'd that work? Okay. Um, well, I have to you know give some props to our assistant brewer Brian Arnold, uh, Slim. Uh, uh, we decided we're, we're bringing him up as a brewer. So we decided, okay, this is going to be his challenge. We're going to have him go <laughs> pick the ingredients. Okay. So he and was there for the, yes, the weekends. Yes. Okay. We, we said, Brian, we need a scapegoat. I mean, we need a brewer. <laughs> no. Well, the idea, of course, was if it came out great, we taught him everything he knows. Yeah, and man. if it doesn't come out very good, well, you know he tried. Just yeah. first beer. Way to go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but it, Better luck next yeah. time. So so he, he picked the ingredients, yeah. and uh, he actually sent us a text. He goes, guys, I, I, I'm sorry, but this is what I got. This is what I, as yeah. if he had to pick it. Like, you know, it, it is it, blind. It was, so. it was, it was spelt grain. Uh, yeah. It was uh, uh, Sriracha Ace Hops. It was uh, Heather Tips and Star Anise. Mm -hmm. Which nobody probably would ever, like, Heather Tips? Well, well I'm like, look, I was looking at these ingredients going, okay, what kind of flavors have we got going So do you have to Google the flavors? Or do Some you of like, them, yes. Yeah, of course, I, yeah. I didn't know what spelt tastes like, so yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> and so I, I, we're, I'm looking at this going, okay, so here's the flavors we have to deal with. We have walnut, almond, lemon, lime, dill pickle, uh, uh, Heather and uh, uh, licorice. Like, okay, this is going to be fun. So we let Brian go at it. He did some research. He looked in the different recipes. He kind of came up with the general direction he wanted to go in. And it was Al and I just sitting next to him. You know, he's, he's writing out the, the recipe, kind of coming up with ideas. And we were just really acting as kind of guardrails or bumpers for him. So, right. okay, you're yeah. going a little too far this way. Let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. That looks pretty good. I still need that with bowling. So, yeah, I need <laughs> bumpers. I'm the, I'm the worst bowler. Wait, wait so. you, can, you can play without the bumpers? Yeah. I, no, Why no, bother? Why bother? Yeah, right? really. I need points. I want to win here. So um, he came up with a recipe, and, we, uh, and he brewed it. And uh, all, we were just there as an advisory role. That's awesome, no. Yeah. So, so we're very proud of him. He did a very yeah. good job on that, and it's a very popular beer in the tap room. All right, here we go. All right. I'm gonna taste it. Tell Cheers, us what you guys. Think. Thank Salute. you. Thank you. No, I, there's like dead air. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so mm. watching him slowly drink, drink. He's, he's approaching the glass, uh, nose is in, and it goes down. All right. No, the flavor is excellent. Sriracha. I mean, I think people are drinking this more lately, which I like. I wish I knew what Heather Tips were supposed to taste like. But there's flavor in this. What's the ABV? What is, what's the, how powerful is it? Seven? You put me on the spot. No, no, no it's, it's in Less? the... Five, six. Five, six? Yeah. Okay. Once it's got that, the mouthfeel, you're like, whoo! I mean, it's the flavor. 
There's a lot yeah. going on in there. Yeah, there's a lot mm -hmm. going on in that glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Heather good. Tips, uh, was a uh, was a light a light nose, but a uh, fairly, more aroma. prominent tannin tea bite. That's a beautiful beer too. The Staranis was yeah. a, a, a more dominant nose, but a subtle flavor. But as we got to uh, as we got to trying to balance the flavors, the star anise really caused the, the tannins in the heather to bloom. So they were they were fighting That's each good. other, and uh, so we had to take a different route to, uh, to balancing <laughs> right. some of the flavors in there. So what do, what do you taste? I am tasting a very drinkable beer. I mean, this is easily for me. Again, for me, I, it's going to be more traditional. Like I feel it's going to be more lighter it is lighter even though the flavor's mm. there it's not one of those like again hoppy's not there like it's not going whoo you know where i'm feeling it being very pop um that's the next color of your beer right there you go Green. Okay. as that car Green. Drives. Green. well you know what's weird as the car was passing by it changed colors yeah, a, 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 car, okay. a, a car just drove by that was green <laughs> gold brown and who knows what else and it kept rippling the colors as it drove by so we were all distracted for a minute <laughs> strange it's kind of mesmerizing, actually. Yeah. And it's crisp, right. too. It really is a crisp beer. This is... Now, is this more traditional, how you guys like to make the beer? Or did you taste this going, all right, Brian, or Brian, right? Yeah. Slim. We call him Slim. We call him Slim. Uh, slim. Uh, did you guys say, great, we've raised you to make beers like this? Or did you go, well, this is something different than what we're used to making? How'd that go? Well, we kind of... We've always pushed on him... Uh, the idea of balance. You know, go for a balanced beer, only unbalance when you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, everything has to have a balance to us of, has to have the, the mouthfeel, the, the maltiness, the sweetness, the bitterness, the aroma. It has to be in balance. Right. Uh, because we've had a lot of beers that were just way too sweet or way too bitter, okay. or, or too much alcohol for the, you know, for the style, or watery. You know, these are all unbalanced beers for diff uh, in different directions. And we always push, make it balanced. Um, in fact, that's one of the reasons he came here asking for a job. Okay, so you guys were already open and he was coming in for a bit? He came in and said, I had your brown. I want to work for someone that can make a brown that good. Wow, good. And we're like, okay, good job sucking up. Uh, get in the back and start shelving some grain. There you go. That was the first thing I did. <laughs> Which is heavy. It is heavy when you do it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, again, styles and what we like. Uh, recently, the um, I think it was the Orlando Weekly mentioned you guys are, there was this whole thing about Asheville coming up, like emulating this area into Asheville, right. um, and which is awesome. I would love to see that happen in Central Florida. Um, when was the first and last time? Was this your first time going to Asheville? No. Then you went, okay. so. You went to Asheville how long ago? Um, that was a couple of years ago. Okay, a couple of years ago. And how many breweries were doing that? Like, um, how, well, like how many breweries? I guess because now we look at Asheville, it is brewery after brewery after brewery, and now Asheville has been picked up by Anheuser Busch. When you look at Wicked Weed, yeah. you know now it's really on the map for a lot of people. People are planning out like I got to go to Asheville now. Uh, for that, was it a trip for beer? Were you going for breweries? Like, how, like, were there brew? Like, how many breweries yeah, and, were you and looking at? Actually, it wasn't a couple of years ago. It was. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been kind of uh, in a time lock since I've been here. It was probably four years ago. I'll say a couple. That's fine. With, yeah. Um, 
you know, with, a, with another business partner. And as before, you know, we had, had put this business plan together, uh, this project. And uh, so I was had been thinking. Wait, you had another business partner before me. Oh, boy. Uh, Guys, uh, break it up. Break it first. up. I had been, uh, <laughs> you know, looking to start a, uh, a brewery um, after the sale of another business. And uh, that's when we met and, you know, shortly after that mm -hmm. and put our resources together and, and opened this. But uh, but I had been up there. We we had gone around and in the course of a week uh, met with as, as many brewers and uh, you know, uh, including Highlands, you know, that we could go to uh, in a week and just pick their brain about how to do things, you know, and, and uh, how, to, how to work with the, uh, you know, the, the, the tax agents and, and all sorts of things. And uh, but what I really walked away with was the level of cooperation up there and there's a lot of cooperation in the brewing industry anyway something that has uh, kind of makes our, our, our industry unique exactly uh, th that there is but they really work together to cross promote up there so when we when we open this project um, you know a lot of the building blocks are here there's a lot of amazing assets here in Sanford um, so I spent a, a couple of years um, you know, talking to the economic development director, the president of the chamber, or, you know, the Seminole County, Orlando North uh, tourism development uh, folks, um, you know, Greg at Wops Hops down the street, um, and um, Dan Ping from the Bokey here, uh, okay, who was right. our, our sort of um, public information, if you will, you know, person that went on the trip, uh, to go up and talk to their economic development people. And uh, and, and again, the, the single thread that we walked away with was, Everybody understands the secret sauce up there. How you know the, the cross pollination, mm -hmm. um, and um, you know the, the brewers sit on the airport board. The airport sits on the, the restaurant board. The restaurant board sits on the hoteliers. You know, they, they all understand how to work together. And uh, you know, back when we were, um, um, to, you know, to use the expression uh, BHAG, the very the big hairy audacious goal. Uh, when we first thought about going up there, let's let's make sure that whatever we learn, we talk in terms of economic impact. And we just very, you know, kind of silly, uh, we'll, we'll call it a billion dollars. We're going to have a billion dollars of economic impact, okay. you know, in, in Sanford and the okay. region. I mean, just to be silly, right. absolutely silly about it. But yeah. we went up there and found out $934 million of economic impact. Wow, good call. So we were like, <laughs> round okay, it up a little. <laughs> yeah, I guess a billion doesn't sound so big and hairy anymore, you know. <laughs> Holy cow! But uh, so that's the message that uh, that we brought back was that we need a lot more cooperation, you know, between the the chamber, the city, mm -hmm. the welcome center, the Good. airport, the businesses here. Everybody needs to get on the same page with our with our words, our pictures, our message. Uh, and, and just how we do things. I'm glad you could say this on the podcast because honestly, when you read that article, it was just like you're expecting Sanford to pop up and be Asheville. Uh, to hear that, oh, we want that. I mean, we, and you said something about Sanford becoming like this this entertainment, like there's going to be like, you know, a city that's growing in an entertainment. I'm sorry to paraphrase, yeah. but it was that coming down to this is a city that's growing in entertainment. With Asheville, we look at art house cinemas are there and your music i mean venues are there and then you got the beer there and you're seeing a lot more uh galleries pop up there every time i come into sanford something else is popping up to where we are bringing in the younger crowd uh you know i me still i'm like oh you meddling kids but i want them to come in you know i want them to come in <laughs> because there are a lot of people i believe uh we have some new friends coming in and i'm excited to see them come into sanford but right now, I do believe in the whole, if Greg, Sarah, Phil are kicking ass over there, it's going to happen here. Like, any, you're going to grab a beer there, then you're going to come here. Then exactly. maybe overfish over there, then be, uh, busters over there. And a lot of people do that. Yes. We see uh, on a Friday and Saturday night, we will see 
almost this this migration mm -hmm. of, of groups of people going up and down the street. They'll go up and down Sanford Ave, they'll go down first, they go down second, they'll hit everyone up and down the street. And it's not a drunken pub crawl. It's a very social, they go in, they have a drink, they have an appetizer, they talk to friends, and they walk down the street. Yeah. And so, enjoy all the different entertainment options that are here. And it's happening. everything from punk to blues to, you know, top 40 to club. You know, there's everything down here. Yeah. And everybody is trying to, you know, have a niche so that we can all give everybody something they like. And it's a walking town, which is different than a lot of other places. You and can it's walk. safe. Yes, that's what, we, it's true. Yeah. I mean, when you go down to the main street, what is the main street called? First. 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 So when you're there, uh, I mean, a friend of mine, uh, Josh Oakley of Smiling Bison, he had to, like, really, when he was on Bennett in, in Orlando, it was just kind of like, I'm done here. I'm just going to stay up here in Sanford because it was doing so well and it was just made sense to him. And now, I mean, things are popping up right now. You are having cuisine that is exceptional. You're having this entertainment. You're having beer that is ex exceptional. I think, I think the bison really started uh, improved, uh, the, the, the more gourmet yes. food. And I think that proved that Sanford is ready for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. When, and, when we went to Asheville, it was craft beer. When we came back, it was craft Thank you. Craft beer Great. is just one leg of the stool. It's yeah. craft music. It's craft food. It's craft art. Makes so much sense. And I, I, I really loved that article. And I read that, what, four months ago, five months ago? And I said, I, when I interview you guys, I want to know. Like, yeah, let's, let's really deep down uh, dive into it and figure out how to make this so much of a community that way. Because you don't just, when you talk about Asheville, you don't just sit there and go, oh, there's one brewery. There's only one brewery. Like, that's it. We're talking about that one brewery. I think with Central Florida, now you look at the Central Florida Ale Trail, you know, right. which oh, we're part of as... It's been amazing. Yeah, with What Ails You and Hop On, the Central Florida Brewery uh, tour bus that I, I'm co-founder of and owner of. It's just crazy that in this area, you can hit... We're almost into two dozen, two dozen breweries that are going to be on there. And, 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 and look at just Sanford. I mean, I remember uh, last time I went to Asheville was probably three, four years ago. Uh -huh. And I was sitting in one brewery. I'm trying to remember. I, was, I think I was sitting in the, the Wicked Weed Funkatorium. Okay. I was sitting on the, 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 the patio side of that. And I'm looking out on the street. And I realized I could see three other breweries yeah. Yeah. in my, my field of view. That's very and true. And now we're at San, in, here in Sanford. Uh, it's a little close. I, if I get up on the roof, right, right, I can see us. I can see Wapsops, and I can just barely Inter see Intercompass. Yeah, Intercompass, which is, is opening right very there. soon. Yeah, and then you got Deviant, Deviant Wolf, Wolf coming up. Oh, we love know. those guys. Yeah, they're opening soon, so they'll Tuffies. be. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, the yeah. Oh, that, that's going to be exciting. Get that is cider going to be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I wasn't sure if we we're allowed to talk, but yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah everybody talking, knows. Yeah, everybody knows yes. now. So, yeah. But so, you know, we can, we're starting to get that way, and it's not just the breweries. We right. want uh. more. You yeah, know, of course. Says, what about the competition? I go, what competition? What competition? And we are all supporting each right. other. Yeah. I mean, right here, you can get English, Belgian, craft, uh, German, uh, German yeah. you know, um, it, it, all sorts of beer and huge amounts of um, food options. Yeah. I mean, all here. Well, think about it. In Sanford, uh, we have you know, Belgian uh, Busters, Belgian Bistro. That is the premier uh, Belgian bar 
really in the southeast. It is in the south. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because, there's nothing like it for a thousand miles. Unless if they did maybe in Fort Lauderdale or Miami I Beach, but I don't. I still no. don't think they have. Else. And it's not like Buster's has been there for like two years, going, "We're going to be the first. No, they've been here. They've been here yeah, a while. They've yeah. been here for a while. And, so and, and you look, Willow Tree. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny. My my previous job, I worked uh, uh, for a company that was international. So I went all over the world, and I'd be in South Africa, and I'd talk to somebody who said, "Oh yeah, Sanford. That's that. You got that German restaurant. What's it called? <laughs> Willow Tree in I'm South like, Africa. I'm like, how did? You? Apparently, it's it's. Well, what happens is anytime someone comes to Orlando, yes, yes, they hear about you got to go to the best German restaurant oh, okay. in Florida, and they go to Willowtree. So it's known worldwide, and it's in a little town called Sanford. And a lot of people have to fly into the Sanford Airport too exactly. when it when it comes to international flights. I had really no idea until uh, going back to England again in uh, six years ago when Julian and I were going, uh, we we're going to Europe, and I was like, man, that's right, Sanford Airport. I mean, if you're coming in, and, and we, we found out we're big in Japan, we're big in Germany, we're doing really well in England with this podcast, which is crazy that people, I, we've had people fly in and say that they are doing the What Ails You Tour from international uh, flights. I, I can't believe this. Like, people will fly. They're like, hey, well, you know what? The family and I are coming into Florida. We hear there's this podcast, and they, I guess they research Florida beer, and we come up, and they start listening, and they go, all right, we want to hit here, we want to hit here, we want to hit here. Which is crazy to me, but we, we love we you guys. We want to be known as the place for craft beer in Central Florida. Where yes. you can craft come, period. stay, just craft, you know, and, you know, be able to come to Sanford, hit a whole bunch of different kinds of beer, you know, a whole bunch of different kinds of experiences, and, you know, write home about it. Yeah. We, we want to be international. I love that. We get a surprising amount of people from the airport. We, we get people we on, they're on a long layover, and they, they get an Uber or a Lyft and come over here right. and, and grab a beer and a burger. I, I bet, like, honestly, awesome. I, I guarantee it. A lot it. of flight attendants, too. Yeah, right? I guess so. Instantly. Yeah, because they're, they're here for, like, overnight, maybe. Yeah, they have yeah. to fly out the next morning. Yeah, exactly. I could totally see that. All right, let's 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 name some of your beers, because you said the, you said the two words that uh, I love because I would come up here and I would go to Celery City because it was it was fun. It's a, I'm like, what an interesting name. And then you guys have a beer called Celery City. What is the history of the, the, the word Celery City? What is a Celery City? Um, Celery City was the name of Sanford at the turn of the century. Because okay. Well, the they, nickname. The nickname. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Because it was well known for their celery fields. They were just, you know, miles and miles of celery fields. And so um, we were a river port, and so they would bundle it up and send it out on those um, ships. Okay. And so it was called Celery City. And one of the city council members uh, said, you should make a celery beer. And these guys thought, oh, sure, why not? You know, let's make a, a crazy edge beer. So they make a celery beer, and I take one sip of it, and I go, this is going to make the best Bloody Marys ever. Oh, <laughs> okay. so um, instead of being an edge beer, it's now one of our popular APAs. Um, and if you like celery, you're going to love it. So on Sunday mornings, am I going to get a Bloody Mary? Absolutely. That's awesome. Guess what? With bacons well, in it? It has bacons. Because, <laughs> see, I'm already on your side. I mean, I re we were reading each other's minds there. You so, had me yeah. a bacon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, and that's awesome. Where that one came from. So let's talk about the first few beers that uh, that started up. Um, so here we are, a year ago today, because I would say a year ago next week is how we met. I yes. was sitting right there. I, I can see where I was sitting with the puppies. Uh, Jeff and I were really saying, 
you guys just opened, just opened. And I remember it's like, hold on, you want to try something. Hold on, you want to try something. Uh, what were some of the flagship beers, that, the starting beers that we were doing when we first were opening? And are they still on tap right now? Yes, they, they are, as a matter of fact. Yes. Um, I think Weekender was our Weekender first. was yes. the absolute first beer we made. And the <clears> reason <throat> it was made first, because it was a toss-up. We had two beers that we really, really liked. Okay. Uh, one that uh, Alan brought to the table and one that I did. Uh, mine was the Weekender, and his was the Killer Vanilla. And we had to put out a first beer for a first tasting on our equipment. Uh, actually, this is bef- this is the, these are the beers that we, we did a lot of beer fest with. Okay, okay, before even opening. Okay. So we said we need the first beer, and it has to come out soon. And we said, a wheat beer, Weekender, we can make that in a week. Makes sense. And that yeah. was the reason we chose Weekender That's as our awesome. first beer. And to. then it was Killer Vanilla <laughs> right after that. And I think after that was Flippa, which is our Florida IPA. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a it's an IPA with Florida wildflower honey that we get from the apiaries here in town. Nice. Um, and from there, I, I Peachy Keen. Alan's Peachy Keen. That, that was the next one, I think. Yeah, I had a, I had a peach... Uh, Saison recipe, and uh, so we decided to take it up a notch and, and put uh, crystallized ginger in it. Okay, yeah. So that was a little tricky balancing that, but uh, once we did, it's actually, be, I think, is our most popular. It's our number one in distribution in right distribution now. Distribution by, by a pretty significant margin. Right. Very popular. So, There's just nothing out there like it. It's, it's popular with yeah. wine drinkers. Yes, because it's dry. Mm. It's dry. Yeah, and I like that. Uh, I think I had the Peachy Keen here. A bit ago, last time I was here, and I want to say I did because I remember people know me as the wine drinker. They do. Oh. They know me as like, all right, he loves his wines, and yeah. Well, um, I have to talk about one more. Real oh quick. yeah, please. Uh, the panty dropper. Um, that one is when we actually released it on New Year's Eve last year. Okay. And everybody goes panty dropper, and people try it just because of the name. But there's a story behind the beer. Okay. Um, we had a wiener dog. And she used to steal underwear. And we used to say she had panty parties and, and she'd hide them. And they would miraculously appear when we had company. <laughs> so, you know, my daughter's tutor came over. The dog goes and gets a pair of underwear and drops it on his feet. You've never seen a teenager just sink through a four floor before. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but this dog was just, she was just sassy, and she would steal underwear and bring them out. So he said she had panty parties, and she was the panty dropper. That is amazing. So when Chris made a beer that was above 10%, I said, we've got to name it after Libby. So let's call it the panty dropper. So the logo, if you notice, has a winter dog holding a pair of underwear, and that was her being sassy. Oh, that is a great draw. That is such a great draw. Yeah, that is and awesome. Libby, Libby was great, and that's where the beer came. The name for the beer came from. So, it's really funny. We get a lot of uh, people going, "Well, how can you name it something like that?" And it's usually men that are mad. Oh, I love women, it! Really? No, okay. Love it. Every woman that sees, I gotta try that. They just think it's hysterical. And yeah. we've got tens, and people buy them, and it's always the women buying them. It's just too funny. That's awesome. 
Uh, one that I I remember the first time. Oh no, the second time I was here, I did a tasting, and uh, the Prince Ganon. Now I am a huge fan of Zelda, so I went directly <laughs> to that. And yes, I'm sure many people do. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I love Ganon, Ganondorf, uh, Dragmire, and then I remember, I think it was Hannah that told me, she's like, no, it's actually named after a bunny. And I'm like, oh great, my wife calls me bunny. I'm like, yeah, I'm a, who, so who is Prince Ganon? And then I find out that it might be a so, so, uh, local celebrity that it's named after. This name for me has so many different meanings. So let's, let's find out what this is really about. Cause I do love the name of it. We've, Who's taking it? Okay. <laughs> we've, we've got a friend named Dale, and he has a bunny. His name is Gannon. Gannon's the bar hopper. He is famous. Um, the bar so to speak. Yes. hopper. Uh, no pun intended there. Yeah. Uh, which I, yes. That I have no, not no, heard no, yet. No pun so. intended. No, and, 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 and he, he loves hoppy beer, and he gets around. With, with a hair of malt. Yes, the hair of malt. <laughs> and, uh, All right, guys, stop. So, this is amazing. Now keep it. It, it. You can go on forever. But anyway, um, <laughs> Gannon ends up coming to all the bars. All the women love Gannon. Okay, I mean, talk about a chick magnet. He is a chick okay. magnet. Okay, I love it's just, this. It's amazing. Okay, you know, who knew you bring a bunny with a bow tie to a bar? Who knew that work? Who, yeah, who knew? <laughs> well, I, I know Dale says he wished he'd known 20 years ago that it did that. Um, but uh, we named a beer after him, and it is a uh, almost an imperial um, IPA. It didn't quite get hit the imperial mark. It's 8.9. Okay. And it is... Um, Missed it by a, a hair. We called it Prince Oh, stop. My turn. It was hair. my turn. Yeah. And uh, so the drawing is actually, our logo is a picture of Ganon with a crown on. Uh-huh. And yeah. Ganon um, comes in, and that's what his daddy drinks, is the Prince Ganon. It's a Belgian IPA. Nice. And so that's where that one came from. And it's Ganon Gordon. Um, on Facebook, if anybody That's wants right. to uh, right. okay. check out him, he, he has his own page. And for our grand opening, Gannon had his own shirt made. That is the cutest thing ever. That is, if you send that to me, I will definitely put that up on Instagram because okay. I love him. Oh, I love you got, him. We, we yeah, got to cool. talk about the, uh, the release party for Prince Gannon. Oh, we, yes. of course, told Dale and, and Gannon. And, you know, with his press agent, his booking agent. <laughs> um, and uh, they were able to arrive. Uh, we had the chief of police actually here. Yes, yeah. we, yeah. we 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 parked Gannon in, in the street. This is amazing. Um, the band stopped. We rolled out tiny little red carpet, and we brought Gannon <laughs> up to up to, up to the stage. And it was he announced the release of his beer. That is the best thing I ever heard in my life. I want to see this. Uh, that is so cute. I love that. Um, now we talk about distribution. Where are we? Where, where, where are you guys? Where can I find Sanford Brewing on, uh, on tap or like? The best place to find us is with Untapped. Uh, uh, yeah. A lot of oh, places true. have us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're in, I think, 32 or 33 locations in uh, San, uh, Seminole County. Okay. And mm -hmm. uh, one or two in Dayton, around Daytona Beach. Nice. So you're up there in Daytona. And a small, yeah. small penetration up there. But you're getting there. Yeah. 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 And uh, so as we're coming into like, we're rounding third right now, uh, what is some of the, what's the future of Sanford Brewing look like? What do you guys, anything coming up within the next, so here we are at one year, what are some expectations of the next year as it does fly by? A year will fly by. Well, we're gonna improve uh, our distribution a little bit. We're gonna okay. send beer out some, uh, some more, and we're looking to get, uh, start canning. Nice. That'll be done this year, so we'll get into more more retail outlets. 
Uh, but we're going to continue uh, coming coming up with good, solid recipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to expand our food a little bit. Okay. We're going to see if we can expand our location a little bit. Get some more room if we can find it. Because uh, that's the problem. Yeah. Is, is is we're, we're, we're too small. We I, I can see. We don't have the room. Yeah. <laughs> we have on, on, on Saturday nights, we might have an hour-long waiting list to get yeah, in. Yeah, I can understand that. Like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, no, it's, it's big. If I walk in, I go, wow, you got a great space. But for the location you're in and the community that you have and people. Okay, so the community you have already. Yeah. It's easy, just like, all right, it's our every Saturday night we go to Sanford. But then you got people coming from where I am, let's say College Park, Winter Park, uh, Orlando. They're like, hey, let's go to Sanford for the night. You could probably get a few dozen doing that. Yeah, I could see it getting really busy yeah. in here, yeah, really well, we, busy. We, the, the city has, has allowed us to do uh, chairs outside. Right, right. So we have the chairs mm-hmm. outside, and we have, uh, you can drink just outside our doors. Nice. And so we get a lot of people just spilling out, and we got these... You know, of course, your, your audience can't see it, but we have these huge glass garage doors that we open up yes. at night. Now that the weather's getting uh, oh, cooler, we open that. them up, and it just expands uh, the whole place out into the street, and it becomes a really nice, uh, comfortable experience. Uh, and me, with the puppies, I mean, the corgis come anywhere we usually go, and we like to drink out, and then that helps us. I and mean, I love having... Met, yeah. And I came up and loved all over your dogs. <laughs> yeah, and I remember we were trying to be incognito, like, we don't want to talk about the podcast, we're, like, trying everybody's beers, we knew you guys were new. And you probably had our uh, doggy treats made with our spent grain. Yes, yeah, and, oh, good. Yeah, and, and the good. And I like hearing that, because I, I love how breweries do that, I love how you guys do that, you'll take that grain, hand it over to like, somebody needs to make pretzels, you're gonna make a pretzels with that, and dog treats, and I think that's so Well, not just that, our grain goes to a farmer, feeds his pigs, chickens, and cows. exactly. And we get uh, farm fresh eggs from him. Oh, that's great. So if you have an SBC burger with an egg on it, chances are it's It's gonna be a farm egg. egg. Local farm egg. (laughs) Love that. And then, uh, anything else? Anything else that you could think of for the future? Besides keep kicking ass. (laughs) (laughs) We're just gonna keep on, uh, you know, Making sure that we do make good beers, good food consistently, and uh, provide, you know, help the community yeah. in any way we can. Speaking um, of, we've got a, four, a 5K coming up that we're doing for a local charity um, on November 4th, and it's for Spay and Save. To save. It's a local, low-cost spay and neutering. Okay. And we're having it start and stop at the brewery. Smart. So, Smart. Yeah, so we, we're trying to get involved more with the charities and good. everything now that we've been here. And we do street parties every four Saturday to try to, you know, give this little area that we're in between Wapops and ourselves some extra exposure because we're off first. Mm -hmm. And so we want, you know, to have a little bit of a uh, pull down here. And it's been highly successful. Good. As a matter of fact, I don't even think we've mentioned it. We're closing down the block this Saturday for our one year anniversary. So it's our one year. It's Wapsop's third year. Uh, we're clo- and we're having a Halloween costume party. Oh, that's awesome! So okay, good. we Probably, have yes. bands booked for the whole time. Uh, the streets closed from. Uh, of course, I'm gonna get this wrong, and Robin's gonna correct me. Five till midnight. Yes. That's oh, right. I got it right. <laughs> Amazing. Um, five till midnight. We're closing down the street, and it's just gonna be one big party. And this, I love this that. coming Saturday. Yeah, man. Well, congratulations on that. I love it. Happy one year. Thank um, you. I will definitely be seeing you guys at the uh, Orlando Beer Festival, Absolutely, right? Brian, on the 11th. We'll yeah. 
I'll be crazy uh, hosting that as well. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's insane. Um, it's gonna be a crazy one year for us. We're we're getting there. We're thank almost there. Oh, guys, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank of course, you of course. All right. So I I am doing the outro alone. So uh, I have a lot of information there, guys. So uh, all right, give me about a few seconds, and I'll I'll be there. Thanks, guys. Man, that was cool. That was really cool. No Brennan to say, how did it go? So um, I, I guess I should ask myself, how'd that go? Uh, very well. Very well. Chris Chris is awesome. Robin's awesome. And then Alan was on there. And I've met Alan before. So um, awesome. Great, great three people. And it sounds like things are really going well there. And it's good to sit down. Anytime. I mean, I see what? A couple four or five brewers a week and I get to hang out with them and talk with them a little bit just in passing too I mean we're now going into our 40th episode soon and honestly I I do bump into a lot of people and it's just like hey you know and it's great it's great to hear how things are going it's hard for me to go back to a brewery if I'm not interviewing because of just job upon job and then hop on and I mean hop on takes me to every brewery that I need to go to on that tour but it's still pretty hard. And actually, on the bus, sometimes brewers head home earlier. And if it's like 5, 6, 7 in the, in the evening, I don't get to see the brewer. I kind of just kind of hang out in the brewery and just talk to how it's going with other people that work there. So it was awesome. Uh, Sanford Brewing, in a nutshell, very kind hearts, very excited to be doing what they're doing. And I like the idea of their perfecting things, how they just kind of go over a lot uh, that in repetition and making sure it gets it right. And guys, I have to be honest, there's one. So we, we shared a few beers after uh, Robin and I sat down for a bit and we talked even after. And I have to say, she has one right now called the Razzmatazz that she's helped out with. Uh, that was the one that they mentioned with the putting the jalapeno, dropping that in the beer. And the Razzmatazz is that raspberry, vanilla, and jalapeno in there. And man alive, it is awesome awesome and i love it um i i really like their artwork that they're going for one has a corgi uh so they have a wiener dog um that we heard about obviously uh we heard you know um the, about the corgi dog lily and then we also had uh, i mean uh, the wiener dog lily uh they have one with a corgi on it um chris has a bird so uh that's um my precious he's holding a little ring their artwork is awesome and they really kind of do what I love where you bring yourself into your branding and your design. I'm not the skeleton, but honestly, Jillian did it and it was just a really cool design that Jillian came up with to do that. And I thought it was awesome. I mean, everything they're doing there. Um, and they're having really fun with the beer. Uh, and I really got to know them and I think they're going to have an exceptional year coming up, coming like in 2018. And a lot that I hope... Samford, the city realizes what they're doing for this community because if they don't you got more people coming in Samford you got deviant wolf and inner compass and you're gonna have a lot more people coming in there's no there's nowhere really where to bed and board i mean there are a few hotels here and there but it's gonna become a place it really is and i'm glad i asked alan about the whole uh, Asheville thing and i'm glad he got to explain himself that wasn't done well in the weekly i'm pretty sure that's where the article came out of and telling you, man, awesome. I'm glad he went there, did his research, called a number that of one billion. Like that was awesome. He's he gets it. He's a smart, smart guy, and uh, it's looking good. It's looking good. Sanford, 
You guys treated us really well today. Uh, you have a, an audience that I can't wait till they come in. Guys, if you're wearing a What Else shirt, go say hi to them. Go in there. Uh, try some of their beers and try that Razzmatazz. I'm not even kidding. Um, Route 46 was great. Uh, dude, these guys are awesome. They're awesome. So huge thanks to Robin Esser for getting this together. Uh, her husband, Christopher Esser, as you heard, is your co-owner and your uh, brewer. And so is Alan Jackson. Uh, thank you to Slim for helping out on uh, How's That Spelt, which was your uh, your Central Florida top brewer beer that they had. And that was the one I had on the mic. And Hannah, you deserve a huge good mention because you helped me out uh, understanding the beers earlier this year and uh, being really accommodating. And that was awesome. Um, so Sanford Brewing, thank you. Guys, some things coming up. Um, I just want to say thank you to Red Light, Red Light, cask and larder and to 1010 for allowing me to be part of a production that was just really funny and what i thought to be a shit show was um you know when when you're off work at six and you have to be at a brewery at 6 30 and you have to film a commercial you know it's going to be a minute long so you know you're going to be doing about 30 takes you technically think you're going to be there for six, seven, eight hours and have to be at work the next day at 9 a.m. Um, Horace Anderson, you are a beautiful man when it comes to directing. You had the whole shot list done, and thank you, dude. Uh, we made a little commercial. They have an event going on, and I don't like calling out events, but just for the fact that I had to be part of this, and I wanted to be part of this, and I love being part of this, uh, the Trick or Treat 3. So um, it's going to be from October 28th. Uh, and you're hearing this probably, I think we're launching this on 26. So the 28th through the 31st of Halloween, you are able to, uh, if you go to 1010, grab their beer, go to Cask and Larder, grab their beer, go to Red Light, Red Light, grab their beer, and you're going to get a stamp at each, pl- uh, each uh, spot. Now it has to be that candy inspired beer. So watch the little commercial that's on our YouTube right now. It's on theirs. Also go to their Facebook pages. You'll see it. It's out there now. Um, so just grab that beer that's inspired by that candy that you see in the commercial in that little spot and, uh, and they'll give you a stamp and you're going to win some beer swag. So, uh, it just enters you to get some beer swag and stuff like that. And you get to go to three amazing places and guess what? All three of those guys have been on this podcast. So, um, Horace, Larry and Brent. You guys are amazing. Uh, Justin was there with us. I also had Mike Wallace of 1010. So they're all in there. It was fun to come up in the future. But very much if you remember that. The, but um, you'll be able to try Even if you don't live in Orlando or you could be there for the bottle release, we are doing a... We're going to get it out there. Let's just say that. So um, if you can't make it to 1010 that day, don't worry. You're going to have a few weeks to try this because they have been very extremely and wonderfully uh, generous to give us enough of this beer to get around so um yep yep not only is it going to be uh in bottles but it's going to be kegged as well and uh more more to come so uh I'm excited. I really am excited. And also, don't forget Orlando Beer Festival. We are your hosts. Uh, found out today that they, in hopefully by the time this launches on Thursday, um, there may be some VIP tickets still left. But they did put up some more VIP tickets today. Uh, the VIPs get in at noon. And uh, if not, you're going to be seeing us on the 11th of November. We are your hosts. Uh, be there. One o'clock. Orlando Beer Festival. Find them on Facebook. 
Uh, you're going to be trying beers from Crooked Can, Hourglass, Brew Hub from last week, Sanford today, Black Cauldron, Wops Hops, Dead Lizard, Bowegans, Infinite, First Magnitude. There are 34 breweries that are going to be there. And these are our good friends. So please spend that time with us. We want to spend that time with you. And uh, we're there for a reason. And that is to help educate and inform everybody on how amazing this beer culture in Florida is. And we are doing it every week that we can. And again, there is more to come because there is more to come with what ails you as always. So let's see. The Trick or Treat. You have the, the Trick or Treat 3. This is our third year doing it. So watch that little spot on, uh, again, 1010. Red light, red light and cask and larder you have the what pales you bottle release november 18th and you have the orlando beer festival that is on the 11th that will be there and hosting guys this was sanford this was great um a huge thank you to them also sad myth you're kicking ass with the music and your editing jillian as always uh she's actually in the other room working on something that you will see very soon and then uh brennan we miss you buddy Okay, guys, I'm definitely going to uh, talk to you next week. All right, guys, bye.